Welcome back to K-Chat with me, your host, Kayla Morales. We chat all things from love to business, spirituality, health and wellness, and everything in between. This is a space of growth, understanding, and meaningful connection. And I'm so excited to share this episode with you all, so let's get to chatting. Today's guests are my dear friends, Rio and Nadia. Rio and I met during college and we became pretty close after college. Nadia and I met on her first, on the set of her first feature film and both inspire me in so many ways. They are both go-getters and aren't afraid of to ask for what they want. They are badass women and, um, and they support me in being the badass I want to be as well. And today we're gonna chat all about relationships, sex, and love. So let's welcome Rio and Nadia. Hi guys. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's do a little cheers of our drinks. We all have something yes. special. <laughs> um, man, I'm excited to do this with you guys. Like I said before, I'm a little nervous, but um, I don't know. I, I wanted you guys on and I feel like this would be a co good conversation for us to all have. And um, yeah. See this as like one of our many, many FaceTimes and texts and calls. That's not <laughs> yeah, true. Exactly. True. It's like Halloween all over again. <clears throat> oh my God. Yeah. That was like the yeah. last time I saw you was like what, a year ago? <laughs> and I wore this dress too. <laughs> Honestly, that was a blur, but that was a good time. It was mm -hmm. a good time. It mm -hmm. was a blur. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Honestly, that Sometimes. whole three months was a blur. <laughs> yeah. 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 Let's not even talk about it. <laughs> that was really a blur. Actually, you know, I just feel like that time in my life was like, like was unhealthy hard. in so many ways. Yeah. <laughs> but here we are today. We made it through. Growth. Um, growth is real. What did you say? I said the growth is real. Yeah. From like that period. Um. Yeah, that's when Nadia first moved to LA, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we were just getting to know city <laughs> together. <laughs> um. Okay. So let's jump right into it. I the first question I wanted to just ease us ease us into it and um and ask, what do you think is your superpower? Which is kind of cheesy, but hey, I get cheesy sometimes. <laughs> Love it. You want to go first, Rio? Sure. Me? Power. Oh. <laughs> I would say just asking for what I want, to be honest. Like, I, I, think, yeah. I think honestly, when it was, that applies to like everything, mm -hmm. um, family, friends, Mm -hmm. ordering like correcting the waiter for my dish or my drink yeah like every every relationship I just feel like I and work like I think good job mom if you're watching this great job teaching me to ask where I want and demanding it um yeah I think that would be like my my superpower did your mom instill that in you a hundred percent like 
That's freaking cool. Uh, what do you want? Like, and you know when you're like a kid and you're scared to like order or whatever. Yeah. Surprise. I mean, I was always a talkative kid, no matter what. But when it came to like ordering something, if I wanted French fries or I don't know, like I didn't want to wear that those certain shoes. I wanted to wear this or like I didn't want to watch Barney. I wanted to watch this. Like my mom's. I'd be like, Mom, can you? And she's like, You have a voice. Use it like use it mm -hmm. and at first I, I, I kind of remember that like as a kid I'm like mom you just do it and I remember like my other like my brother or, like my other nieces and nephews and my like they tell that so they'd be like oh mom da -da -da -da. my tias and theos would be like oh so and so wants this or so and so doesn't want that yeah and I'd be like mom why can't you be like that she's like well you have a voice like use it no and it just carried over that's powerful. That's so cool. Love that. Yeah. And that's going to be a great thing to pass on too, right? Yeah. I'm trying to teach that to my sister. She does a good job most of the time, but I think there's certain elements. And I think like I'm in a, a group for women in exhibition, which is like women in the entertainment space, like cinemas, whether the theater chains or the studios or whatnot. And uh, my mentor, Heather Blair, love her. Um, she made me realize that like, me asking and like like when I was negotiating whether whatever the case may be whether it's like a contract or whatever the case like whether I'm like negotiating pay for uh, influences or whatever the case may be like I'm I, I I don't hesitate to to like negotiate whether the price for it or negotiate like my salary or my my pay or whatever the case may be and I just thought like honestly I thought like oh everyone's like this like this is this is not rare in my head. I'm like, I'm, I'm worth a lot. Like I know my value and whether I'm a boy or I'm white or whatever the case may be, like, I'm so good. Like I know my value. Yeah. And she made me realize like that wasn't normal. Like that's not quote unquote normal. And so she was like, you know, like, like you should pass that on a bit more. So with my sister, I'm trying to like instill that with her, like, okay, it's just, she's in high school, gonna go, you know, she's graduating high school soon, she's a senior. So I'm trying to like instill in her, like, okay, just cause you're a girl and just cause you graduate, you're about to graduate high school, when you go to whatever store to try to start working there, whatever the case may be, like always try to negotiate your pay. Like, okay, they're yeah. not gonna offer um, minimum wage or where the case may be, but like, like you have an online business that you sell clothes at and you like are really great. You have tops, customer service, stuff like that. So like mm. use that to like negotiate your pay a bit more. And like, yes, you just graduated high school and you quote unquote, don't have like a, uh, like a previous job in the sense of like in-person retail or whatever the case may be, but you have a very successful online business. And you started when you were like, what, 14, 15, like leverage that. Cause they want that Heck yeah. on Nordstrom's or whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. and, and so I'm trying to like instill that in her now. So that way mom, again, good job. <laughs> she can think that like, that's normal. Like, you know, she doesn't have to feel hesitant on it. Yeah. That's powerful. That's really great. That's, um, that's really going to set her up for success. And, you know, I want to like admit this. I've never said this to you, but in the beginning of our friendship, like when I first met you, that was like a problem to me. And I realized it was just like my own insecurity because I like have trouble speaking up so much. 
So, you know, like being around you, would be like, oh my gosh, like I just can't handle it. But then as I got to know you, I like really grew to appreciate that because one, it, it like inspires me to speak up. But also when we're together, you kind of like take on the like any like situation that I need taken on. Like you're so good at like handling situations, you know, um, and, you know, expressing yourself and, and yeah, uh, meeting people and putting yourself out there. So it's something like I value in our friendship now because it is such a powerful, a powerful uh, skill that you have. So um, it's funny that you said it was your superpower. That's what I would say too. It's a superpower my mom passed down. That's yeah, like, that's cool. Nadia, no, what's your superpower? I totally, like, I honestly admire that. Sorry to interrupt you. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to hype you up for a little bit. Yeah. Wait, honestly, like when you're talking about like negotiating salaries, like that is something I struggle with so like so much. Like it's so painful to see like the guy that's doing the exact same job at job as me worse. <laughs> and is getting paid at least 30k more than me. like yeah. and it's Nadia just, went through her first like big <laughs> negotiation last this past year right yeah yeah and then like when I actually spoke up like it didn't like end well for me like I did eventually get laid off like the past like literally about three to four weeks after I like actually had a meeting with like executives about it and I got laid off so it's like I feel like that kind of like and this was my first job too. Like it was, it felt like I was dropped as a baby. Like I <laughs> had like a really bad experience with like negotiating like my value and my worth. So it was like moving on to my next job. I, it was just shocking to me to like under negotiate myself and being like, we can give you more than that. And I was just like, whoa, like it was That's like great. a whole new world. I was like, wow, I'm actually like worth a lot, you know, being like a woman in the entertainment industry, like I feel like we're like, we have this thing in like ingrained in the back of our heads, like when we're first starting out, that it's just like, I'm not good enough compared to all these guys that I work with. Like I was the only girl there. Like it was just like mm -hmm. a whole like intimidating, intimidating situation. But like, I admire that about you. <laughs> yeah. Like negotiation or just like negotiation with like work or just like friendship or just anything. I mean, well with work, especially it's just, like for me, I track like what, like how my, how my work and my ideas benefited the company. Mm -hmm. And then I compare it to like my counterparts and I can say like, okay, since I've came in, in the last whatever months, I've brought this, 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 and this helped propel like the company mm -hmm. Um, valued by this or brought this client do this social media whatever the case may be and I like compare it to my counterparts and I can say like okay just looking at the last six months this is what I've done this is the value that I brought to the company and that alone here's a track record from my like my initial hire this is what I believe my value is and obviously there's going to be some people who don't see the value, mm -hmm. your, your, your worth, the fact that, you know, your last job, they ended up letting you go. They didn't value you. They didn't see, they didn't see like, okay, that you were worth that. They were in the wrong, but you find, you go on to the next and you do find a company or, and, you know, in some cases, whether it's like a friendship or relationship where they do see the value and they, they like actually value and pay you what you deserve. Yeah. yeah. 
No, and like that. How did you track help? that? Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Rhea, how did you track that? Just because um, I feel like that's a valuable skill to like have, you know, like tracking your habits. How did you, is there an app that you use? Is there, No, I would or say do you just like journal? I love good old Apple notes. I use okay. Apple notes for like everything. My grocery list, my like goals, my work stuff. But I mean, it's just like, I will randomly have like ideas um, about works, work related stuff. I listen to a lot of podcasts. I like will watch a lot of like webinars in various different industries. Um, and then I just like look at different industries like trajectories for whether it's like digital operations, marketing, whatever the case may be. That's just something I'm like really interested in. And then I'll just make notes and then I'll like, either proposition it or like advise it to like my my bosses or whoever and then if there's actually an actual bite I just it, whether it's like whenever I remember that this is actually in place I like look back to see how successful it is or I'll make like a, a google calendar alert event saying like okay in two months like look at how well this is doing drop it or continue it and then after every like six honestly every like six months I just do like a reevaluation of my ideas did did I implement them were they successful or not or did I like start implementing it and then I dropped the ball with the team and I need to pick this back up or I, I implemented it and it was a fail like those are just things that I, I just love I try to do every six months or whenever I really remember but every six months is usually like my benchmark and then yeah I just felt I mean and then like for most companies you have like an annual review. So it's oh, like yeah. sure like, okay, prep ahead of time and just say, okay, this is this is what I've done. Okay, backtrack. This is my like fails, so to speak. But mm. I, I honestly don't see like fails as actual fails. I'm like, okay, well that's like, okay, on to the next. I learned yeah. that, I do next. But yeah. That's a really good habit to get into. I gotta do that just in general be better about tracking like my progress in different areas of life like down to fitness like you know I've always like I never track even like fitness progress I'm just like oh these numbers are like numbers like I just like dismiss numbers you're cycling you have your you track your cycling don't yeah yeah I track I track it but I feel like I could do better with like reading it and then like trying to get better at it you know I don't know but um, I want to hear, sorry, Nadia, you were going to say something. I forgot. I, let me say it's oh, okay. It was, <laughs> it was about like, you know, like how you were talking about like how we constantly have to like keep track of like everything. I feel like that is a very like female mindset because I feel like we're constantly trying to prove ourselves, mm. especially in the workplace where it was like, I was constantly comparing myself to the, like my counterparts, like compiling actual data to use to mm. support like my arguments because it's like no one will believe me if I just say it how did you get it like how did you find out how much there did you ask yeah so we had a PA so like basically kind of like my the assistant for the whole team and I was like I had a meeting with her I'm like yo I need your help because she would like go through like all of our footage and like she had like all the data from like okay like who's editing what you know footage and like who's busting out how many per day so I like I didn't even know the software when I got there I I learned within a week and according to the data 
I was making like at least 50 more videos a day in comparison to my whole team, including my two bosses. And like, it was like, like data, like I had to like collect this. I had yeah. to kind of go behind like the backs of like my bosses to like go to the assistant and be like, show me, like, I need this. And then like, I, I was not, I was not even just like editing. Like I was also directing, I was writing and I was managing like the pre-production for our main shoots, like all the stuff that my actual bosses wouldn't want to do, but would like take credit for. But then like when I went into like the meeting and like showed them all this data, I was kind of seen as like problematic. Yeah. And it's, it's so, it's like such a difficult like balance to be like, oh, like you need data to support your argument, but like you don't want to collect too much because you don't want to seem like a problem. Yeah. But I so, think also like from like when I do, like when I like present stuff to, whether it's like work or I don't know, friends or family, whatever the case I'm like trying to, to do. Um, but especially for work, I, I go into it with the mindset of like, for me, like, I just always want to be the best. I just want to be ahead of everything, like tap into this industry, tap into this industry. And my initial like documentation of everything is honestly to see like what worked and what not, just so I can like better myself and like yeah. better my, my skills yeah um yes for work but like honestly it's just like like i played sports ever since i was a kid i was like i just want to be the best like i just yeah. really like, yeah. like, want to like that's just who All i do is win 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 no matter what <laughs> so like, I, go every, <laughs> I go into everything with like that mindset and oh, then yeah. my when i worked at um mediumation they like do the 4d seats and whatnot like I like started off at one position and I was like, okay, I feel like what I'm doing is way more than this. And I want to get paid more. And I just, yes, I like documented everything, but I just went to them and said like, okay, like in the next, like in the next year or so, like if I wanted to get this position or like my goal is to do this position because I want to grow within the company, like what do I need? To, what, what are the responsibilities of that person? Um, so that way I can start working towards that and then I can show, then I, I'll just track it. So let's say like, I don't know, um, in my, my ideal position, which I get whatever X pay increase, they say, well, you need to be able to, in your case, produce a hundred videos, you know, every month or whatever the case may be. And then you need to do this, 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 this. Well, if you know, like your, like your reviews in six months or, or in a year from now, like me personally, this is like what I do. I like mark, okay, first quarter, I want to tackle these elements of that job description, get that down next quarter job is, you know, tackle these things of this job description, note it down. And then that way come my review, I can say like, okay, like last year I told you like, this is my goal, like to hold this position and like now I'm like within a year I'm doing the full job description and like here's here's my like track record this is like what I'm really excelling at and like this is where I'm struggling but I feel like with some assistance you know and, and like guidance on actually doing the job I can get a lot better and then from there it's more of like okay like I feel like that allows the company to be like okay she's really driven she's not like attacking me or like case said like that's usually like my approach but also, I mean, I want to get more money at the document stuff, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I, love I feel them. like, yeah, 
Oh, sorry. That's really valuable. I was going to say for me, since most of the things I do is like freelance or like one-off acting jobs or something, I feel like I've never had the like corporate. <laughs> yeah. I've never experienced corporate like that, you know? Um, but I feel like you guys are bringing so much value to this conversation right now. And I'm so hyped. Like, can we go back and like talk about what you guys do so that people are clear about like when you're giving them advice on like negotiations and stuff, where it's coming from, what you guys are actually working with. Yeah. So go ahead. Let's just go back to your introduction yeah. and say like what you do for work. And yeah. Nadia, you could do that too as well. So like professionally, I'm like a video editor. Um, I've been like editing. I've been teaching myself how to edit since from like a very young age, like a child. Um, so right now I'm like, contract editing I'm like currently working for Pandora and I think I got another official major client but papers haven't been signed yet so I don't care. like yes okay <laughs> but yeah, hype about I that I, I love it, it Nadia is so hella talented everyone um <laughs> and she's gonna be the next biggest filmmaker so just look out for her um and I get to know her so hey <laughs> Officially, what do you do your quote unquote not official official job? Because you just um, my non official job since I'm like contract working right now, I have a lot of time to like do my side projects, which is awesome. Um, I'm like writing a shit ton of scripts, um, and like kind of prepping for um, small scale productions at the moment. Like it's COVID time, so it's a little difficult. But uh, I have a movie out on Amazon Prime that Kayla's in. So like yeah, that's kind of like... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, check it out. The Wasted Years. Yeah, and Nadia and I also worked on another little project, which <laughs> is floating somewhere. But yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, go ahead, Rio. Yeah, for me, I work at Box Office Company. We are like all basically all things tech in like various different industries but I work in the the division that focuses on like on films so majority of like the websites the apps the digital strategy and whatnot with like in between the studios Google Amazon Prime Facebook and um, the actual theaters that's our division I do a lot of client facing so if a lot of my clients are tuning in hi you guys <laughs> um, so I do a lot of client facing stuff. So like strategizing with them on their website and like apps, like best user strategy to like basically get people to buy tickets and then, and a few other things. And then just working with studios and different projects and trying to think of creative, innovative ideas to just keep clients going um, and a bunch of other stuff. Cause our company is very <laughs> big but we run like, like a, we're really tight. So everyone's tapped into everything. Yeah. Great That's descriptions. I've never heard the full description, but yeah, I always hear like stories about work, you know, but I never hear like the full breakdown, but yeah, obviously two, two very talented people, which are why you guys are my friends, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, let's let's go into what self care. Oh no, wait, Nadia, did you ever say your superpower? I was literally gonna flag that. I was like, Nadia. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 
I'm gonna just like make this question even cheesier. Yeah. My superpower is loving myself. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. That's <laughs> It's like totally new. Like I just found Ooh. this power. Like, really? <laughs> How do you think you found it? Honestly, it's cause like, I think like just surviving like the traumatic past few years. I mean, like we've all gone through some shit these past few years yeah. and I'm just like surviving that like on my own, like immediately after I graduated college, like I've just barely started becoming a real person and like having to just survive like I'm like holy fuck I'm a strong ass bitch you know not only that I feel like you did really well like you know like you're you're like saying it like I made it through but like you thrived too like you you did thank you honestly a part of it too is like contributed to like taking a solid break from dating <laughs> yes, like <laughs> I'm just like you know what I just need to really focus on like understanding like how to value myself before I allow someone else to enter my life so one hundred <laughs> yes Nadia you're in like this new place we haven't spoken yeah cheers to that <laughs> we, haven't, we haven't spoken but there's like uh Wow, that's like a nice shift. Yeah, um, I haven't seen male genitalia in a long time, but bless, bless. <laughs> but it's okay. <laughs> no, that's where growth happens though. Like, you know, yeah. when you can like really just focus on yourself. That's yeah. what it is. Um, wow. Um, so yeah, that goes in well, I want to say my superpower. I hadn't really thought about it, but Last year, I had said my superpower was smiling or my smile, which is kind of cheesy. But this year, I don't know. You guys had good ones. <laughs> I'm competitive. Um, I think this year is like my superpower is stepping into my power like really just doing what I want to do, like, and doing it on my own, like forcing myself to do the podcast is like a fear of mine because I really don't like commitment and the idea of this going on for forever is scary as hell. But like, you know, I think stepping into my power this year and just really going after, I don't know what I want um, is my superpower. What does self-care look for you guys, look like for you guys? Oh my God. Boundaries. Boundaries. I love meditation. Boundaries. Meditation. Meditate. 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 <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Feels good, huh? It feels good. And like, also, I know this is a more controversial self form of self-care, but I think self-pleasure hell yeah is, let's like, talk about it no it's so important like I think like I hate how it's like such like a taboo like form of self-care but it's like yeah you know get yourself some nice lingerie light up a few candles drink a glass of wine and like love yourself love yourself yeah like it's a whole and the lingerie is a nice touch too yeah. honestly just wearing lingerie in general makes you feel like a fucking badass like yes. you know it just makes you feel so good um but yeah that's a great that's a good answer answer uh Rio how about you for self-care as I speak I 
every text or call, I'm like boundaries. Boundaries. I've learned, well, since COVID, I learned boundaries. Whether it's like work-life balance, family, friends, like boundaries has been something I never, I mean, I wanted to do and I said I would, but I never actually did it. But this year, like boundaries, I feel like discovered boundaries and that's allowed me to like do my nails, go to the gym, like go for a walk, walk, read a book and just like do the things that I like wanted to do. But yeah, boundaries. Yeah. Then my, that's self-care for me. Yeah. I could definitely work on boundaries all the time, but I think this year alone, I've been like low key, a little isolated. So the amount of boundaries I have to put out is just a little less. So it's getting easier. Does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway. Hey, don't both of you guys, do both of you guys live with your boyfriends currently, right? Yeah. Yeah. So how is that practicing boundaries within your personal space? Like, like, what do we, what do you mean? Like, I've always been curious, like how to like, like let's say you have like your own thing and like your partner kind of wants to be a part of that. How do you like have that conversation? Like, how do you set up those boundaries? Like this is mine. I don't want you to be involved in this. I don't know. See, I feel like Kempton and I mesh things together. Like our, we have like we have our own space. We have our own time periods where we're not like together or not talking or you know what I mean? Even not sleeping together sometimes, like it just depends on the vibe, like what we feel like doing, what whose space we want to be in. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll say stuff too. We've been friends for so long that we can say pretty much anything. It's like, you know, even if it's like, I don't know, like little things we'll just say it's like, fine, you know? But that, ha- I think that happened because we've known each other for so long that we're just comfortable enough to say it. Like, like the same with family, like your sister coming into your room or something or in your physical space bothering you or anything. Like, you know, the way you, it's kind of like, I don't know. It's like family at a certain point, like a certain level, you know? Wow. My boyfriend and I, we've been, Ron watches this. I want to say two, three, <laughs> third See, I'm interested to hear from like, yeah, because I, I wonder how it is like in a earlier phase, stages. Yeah, I, I mean, we love spending time with each other. We like, we honestly do. We're, I think both of us were so chill and laid back. Um, but when I will say like when we were both like furloughed during quarantine, we spent a lot of time together because last January, that was our first time moving in together and like our first apartment. How did you guys decide to move in together? I feel like I always wonder how that works. <laughs> uh, he hit his apartment, his, uh, so he moved here from New York. Well, he moved from New York to California, like not last year, but the year before, yeah. Um, his lease was up and he, we were like, we were looking for like new, a new apartment for him. Cause the apartment that he was at was not what he wanted to like renew at. And then we were like looking around and then I was like, is he going to ask? <laughs> like I'm basically staying at his place, like six, six days out of the week. And, and Kayla, I think I would tell you this. I'd be like, Do you get like a drawer. <laughs> is it like the movies? <laughs> Let me know. pack a a bag in my head we're like okay I can swap the shirt with this bottom but then I'd be like are we gonna do anything this coming weekend and and Ron Ron my boyfriend is like not a planner 
And I usually am not, but I, but because I was like, I'm not trying to drive. So he lived in downtown at the time, like downtown Koreatown. And I didn't want to drive all the way to the South Bay. And like, for those who are watching and are not from LA, from like downtown <laughs> to the South Bay, and something that should take only like 20, 25 minutes when things were normal before quarantine, it could take like an hour and a half. Yeah. I was like, I'm not trying to go get clothes, come back, like whatever the case may be. So I was like, I had to like plan ahead or whatever. And I was like, oh my, this is so frustrating. But I was like, okay, like really, he's looking for a new apartment. Is he gonna ask? Like I'm already staying over like six days out of the seven days of the week. Um, and then I showed up was like, we were looking at apartments and I was like, um, I like, we can live together, we can like, and he was like, yeah. And I think from him, he didn't want to ask because he felt like, for those who know me, I'm like a South Bay, like I'm a beach person. Very beach person. So we can get down to it, like lay down the conversation, but I recently moved to Austin, Texas. Yes, yeah. And I say everyone, my family, I gave them warnings like months in advance to prep them. And when we actually, I was like, okay, I'm leaving. They were like, you never told us. And I was like, yes, I did back in like July. Like we're uh, back in July, we we're talking about it. And they're like, no, we thought it will never happen because there's no beach. There's no beach. So yeah. not moving. But yeah, so I think for him, he, he like, he just felt like I would have never moved away from the South Bay and like living so close to like my mom, my brother, my dogs and like everyone there. So yeah. So basically, yeah. So <laughs> I basically for it, like be like, you digressed a little. <laughs> we went to downtown, the best spot because they're like, oh, we can go like bar hopping. We can stumble back home. This is the best. We moved in January. Come March, everything shut down. So everywhere in down, we literally lived in the heart of downtown. Everywhere around us was closed. We couldn't really enjoy it. And then we were both furloughed like during that time period. And so Surprisingly though, like we kept separate most of the time. Like that's when I started going on walks and within our actual building, like I didn't live in the South Bay, so I can't take my dogs for a, a strand walk or like go for a walk really in the community. And then, I mean, I could have gone in downtown, but there's like the, like it's, it, it's, it's really sad. Like the homeless in downtown LA is like ramped up and mm. a lot of them are unstable due to a lot of reasons. So like for me to walk, there was a few times where I, I went for a walk and then Ron was like hesitant. Who was that? <laughs> and we're like, Ron actually, Ron hates walking, like walking, exercise, like running, all that. No, like he doesn't do, but it was like getting darker in my head. I think like, like South Bay, I'm like, oh, I can go for like a sunset walk. And all of a sudden Ron calls me is like, I I'm on this block and this block, where are you? Cause he was so like worried that, mm. that like the homeless there are really unstable. And mm. so he thought like something was gonna happen in early cases. And I was like, oh wow. And then that means that like hit me. I was like, dude, I can't really like wander around. And like my me time, even in the South Bay away from my family was like taking my dogs for a walk. That's like mm. my like, mental self care kind of thing. So I went from like doing that, then the pandemic hit. And I was like, what do I do? And so I I go for walks in the building by myself and then I stay in my own room and then Len, or like, and then Ron's in the living room doing whatever he does. And we're, we were separate until like six o'clock. 
And then we came back together. We watched movies, we cook. It was like you guys went to work for the day and then came back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, now that we're in Austin, like he has to drive to work. Like he goes, he works at, I don't know if I can say it. So anyways, he goes, drives to work and then he comes back and like, it's, it's good. I think like we're both personally like very, we like to do our own thing and then we come mm-hmm. back together. Yeah. And then even during like, quarantine like more everything was like severe quarantine in downtown LA and we we're birth furloughed we would stay separate but like if he was in the living room and I'd walk through to go to the kitchen we like spent a little time together like we yeah. lost a lot of time together and like doing little like touch points but yeah quick little kiss here and there quick little <laughs> hug <laughs> quick little cuddle I would say he doesn't try to always spend time with me but if if it was like if you were to ask him this question probably sometimes he's like you real, leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm annoying. I'm hella annoying. I annoy myself sometimes. <laughs> sometimes I'm like, damn, that was too annoying. But anyways. Um, but no, I think the biggest thing with boundaries, I think some people are just good at like naturally having boundaries too. Like some people know how to live with someone else and like respect their space and like yeah. their needs, you know? Yeah. I know I'm still like young and barely like I just like I love being alone. <laughs> yeah. Like, just, like the thought of like another like man here just that's like, the thing with my bed is like I I 90% of the time sleep by myself and it's just yeah. like it's just a thing in our relationship and like it doesn't bother us. I just need my space though. So like, yeah. Kayla Kayla like knows about this but like I whenever I have like a guy I bring like a guy back like after a date or something like that I have like rules that like I need to kick them out like they are not allowed to sleep over (laughs) I'm just like I need my space I hate like waking up in the morning I want to get stuff done (laughs) it's a whole new day (laughs) so I'm like I have work in the morning <laughs> and then what do you do you're just like uh... the worst part is when I used that excuse when I had told them I was laid off did he call you out yeah and I was like oh um well I'm not really feeling very well <laughs> I'm the worst <laughs> oh, so funny oh but, that's good oh <laughs> Yes, I'm curious to see how I'm going to deal with that when I'm like around your guys' age. Like, I'm just... Honestly, Nadia, let me tell you something. This is advice. Things start to change the older you get. You start to get fucking sensitive and like... You just... I think you start to realize like... I don't know. You start to like appreciate your partner in a different way. You know, like it just like becomes a little... I don't know. For me, I appreciate my me time, my alone time. Like, I feel like you and I- We're alone most of the time, I feel like I am. You and I, Nadia, like we're pretty outgoing. Like real back in college, we won't go into stories, but she was- Nadia, really a lot. Like you guys have a lot to talk about. I feel like- I love your energy, Um, honey. (laughs) I mean, I have a great grade time now. Like I have no problem making friends at a random bar. Whether, I mean, Kayla and I, Point Loma, very white school, we're one of very few brown people. We we bond over being brown, but especially like (laughs) post-college when we really got close, but Casey, love you. 
we got invited to Cape May and we like went to Malibu. Was it Malibu? We went to a country bar. I don't know. Anyways, we no, nothing against country music, but we went to a fucking country bar. <laughs> like not really like my scene, like not really my scene or Kayla's scene. And like I I made we made I made us all friends at the bar. A lot of them were like old these old white men, but like they had a good time. I had like I like making friends. Like I like I love energy that is yeah. like fun and warm. Mm -hmm. And we had a great time, but imagine that, and that's at a country club where I, I'm, I, from my recollection, <laughs> Kayla and I were the only brown people. We were the only ones. It was so awkward. My best friend. So awkward. I like took it. I don't even remember a lot of these things, but so that, that's that. But in college, we just had the, I just had the best time ever. And I loved being around people. I never really wanted to be like alone. Cause I was like, that's boring. That's an old people thing. But like, as I go older, like I really appreciate. You just want to be alone. <laughs> like equally, like come. If you ask my boyfriend, I always want to like talk to these people and go here and here and there. But like, I want to say like eighty percent of the time, I really appreciate my alone time. Luckily, mm -hmm. my boyfriend loves sports, so most of the day there's always some game on, whatever the case is. So he did it in the living room or in the bedroom, like watching whatever sport, and I'm like working out at the gym or like FaceTiming Kayla or like reading a book or watching TV or like painting my nails and listening to music. Like It's like living alone, but then there's also male that you could like have sex with whenever you feel like it. <laughs> it's kind of what it's like. Oh Come through, like, <laughs> oh, I'm like, I'm, like, I'm going to be 23. Okay. So I'm still like, a, yeah, I'm still. I give you four, four, three, four years. And as you get older, shit like, starts to change. Yeah. It gets weird. <laughs> yeah, no, like, cause it's like, I, I hadn't seen a single person since New Year's until yesterday. Oh my gosh, Nadia. Call no, me but like, up. I, when I tell people, no, when I tell people that they're like, oh my God, that's so sad. I'm like, no, I do this by choice. <laughs> <Same>. <laughs> people hit me up all the time. Like, what are you doing tonight? What are you doing? I'm like, uh <laughs> I'm like I, I have work to do <laughs> in reality I'm just chilling okay that makes me feel so good because I cancel a lot and I feel so no. guilty about canceling but I like oh. don't know cool. <laughs> like I totally understand when people just like want to be alone like yeah. I get that energy we need to like, normalize that actually like yeah. you know normalize like it's okay if your friends cancel like yeah. just to be alone yeah like, yeah I hate having to make up excuses <laughs> me too oh my gosh <laughs> I'm trying to live in my truth but I mean I can't cancel <laughs> I know but like everyone's like so sad I'm like <laughs> I'm loving life man <laughs> once you find a boyfriend you guys live in together you'll be fine I feel like the but you'll okay. start to like you'll like someone enough to want to live with them yeah, I think, like, my only, like, reason at this moment in time why I would be more inclined to, like, move in with someone, I mean, I don't think I'm, like, emotionally mature for that yet, but, um, I don't think I was for either. financial <laughs> reasons. <laughs> for, like, oh, like, how to, bills, yeah. Like that, I'm, like, that yeah. be nice. <laughs> yeah, like, I feel like that stuff gets, like, tricky, too. 
really but I don't know again me and Kempton have like an understanding like you get to an age where that talking about money and talking about stuff like that with your partner just becomes like what you have to do mm-hmm. like you know yeah so, so yeah <laughs> what would you guys do if you're in a relationship that wasn't motivating end it you would just end it what yeah. if you really cared about the person <laughs> you've known me for quite some time I know I feel like you would freaking end it <laughs> I, like, see I'm sensitive and codependent so. yeah like my whole thing is just is like I don't think like I I don't want to be so like how do I put this like I don't want to be so dependent on like a relationship to like kind of push my motivation towards myself like I want like my ideal relationship is like I have my own life and it's completely separate from my partner and it's like it's kind of like me and Kempton actually yeah our lives are pretty separate but then we come together because we like click you know yeah like I don't like if he's like not really motivated in his own life like yeah I'm gonna like I'll be doing your own yeah and like be like okay like I feel like you should do this and this like this and if he's not down for it I'm like that's your own life like if there's like emotional like connection that's stronger than like what that's what's going on there like I think I will stay to like kind of help and support him and like I've always this is gonna sound awful like I love being like the stronger one in like a relationship I feel like (laughs) low-key me too (laughs) no here's the thing two things I think, um, I think I'm just now learning how not to be the stronger one all the time. Like this past year was really hard for me mental health wise. And I was definitely the, the weaker link, like the weakest link and not by, not by my control at all. But anyways, um, so I started like realizing like, it's okay to lean on your partner. Like it's okay to like love your partner it's okay to appreciate your partner for a long time I thought that stuff just like wasn't cool you know so I would be kind of hard like towards like love and stuff like that but it's it's cool to like appreciate and love your partner in a new way but dang there's something else I want to say that was important what did you say Nadia oh that like I want to be like dependent on my oh yeah that's the thing is I always am like the number one I always want to be the number one motivator in my like in my own lane too I think that was a great way of putting it um Mm -hmm. but I think the only time it would really become a problem is if the other person's like actually dragging you back like you know but like if they're just in their own lane and, and I also realize it's okay to be motivated by different things for a long time I would like judge like other people for not being motivated by the same things that I want or like am motivated by and I thought that that was like a lack in them but in reality it's it's just different you know mm-hmm. um no, yeah I think like the most the healthiest relationship like the most ideal is it's like you guys are both motivating each other like when you're upset you have your partner to lean on mm-hmm. to push you to do better like it's like it's a two-way yeah. street like I do, I do see like the toxicity and like an imbalance of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but also like, I wouldn't want it the other way, if that makes sense. Like, I wouldn't want to be the sad one that needs, that's yeah. like depending on that. Yeah. But, I think it is kind of like a teeter totter where you guys are working off each other's like, that's the way it should be. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, 
cool let's see what's next <laughs> oh this is a question okay so we got a lot of instagram questions and i'm so excited about them so thank you if you submitted some um but is jealousy in a relationship healthy and if yes which for me it's a yes but what are realistic boundaries regarding its expression so I'll, I'll start. For me, it's a yes. Like, I think jealousy is okay in a relationship. I'm not talking about, like, jealousy where it's, like, nasty and, like, uh, gets, like, dramatic and stuff like that. I just mean, like, you know, like, a little, like, oh, I don't want you looking at her. But, like, you're not, like, I don't want you fucking looking at her. Like, you know? there's like levels of jealousy, which I've been on all the levels. Like, you know, but the older I get, it's more, like, yeah, she's pretty. Like, I'm not even gonna lie, but like, don't look at her again. Like, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing. I think that's fine. I think a little playful, a little competition is like, it's just natural. I think it's just gonna come up. At least for me, that's a natural emotion. Yeah. And I know, I feel like a lot of people try to hide that they are ever jealous or envious or like, think some, you know, thinks less, but I think those are natural things that we feel. No, yeah. I don't... In my, I, well, in my case, I've never been in, like, a relationship, <laughs> um, so, like, but I do experience jealousy constantly because I've, like, never been, I've never had that emotional security from a guy before, mm. um, so that's why I would say in my case, like, it is, like, unhealthy, but I also do it to myself, <laughs> like, um, especially since, like, most of the time I've never, I've never been, I'm, I've never been in an exclusive relationship, exclusively dating someone. Mm -hmm. So like my, I let my curiosity get to me. <laughs> and we Are all we know about investigation. <laughs> and if we all know curiosity kills a motherfucking cat. Oh, kills a cat every time. And it's like, I hurt my own feelings. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard out here. <laughs> it's hard to like, see like, oh this man is like actually actively talking to another girl and it's like it's not something I'm allowed to be upset about but it's like mm -hmm. I am upset about yeah. it yeah. and it's just like in that way it's like not healthy and that's a result of my own insecurities and I think anything that stems from your own insecurities is unhealthy mm -hmm. yeah I think the older you get and you start to like drop off those insecurities you start to drop off the rest like you don't, you're not as curious you you realize like it doesn't matter like she's cute yeah. I'm cute too like you know it's like <laughs> it, it starts to just not matter as much yeah um what about you Rio I think there's always like a healthy level of jealousy whether whether it's like in a romantic relationship or like friendship or like work I think if for me personally I think if you're not jealous of some kind of thing then like me being me if I wasn't jealous I'm so quick to like cut it off and then like okay whatever done with this person relationship I'm just gonna make new friendships or relationships or whatever the case may be mm. but I mean for me I always like if I became jealous I think there's always two elements I'm like okay is it that I don't feel like does it stem from my insecurities yeah where is it coming from is the question where is it coming from do I not feel like good enough or do I feel like left out Right. Cause I mean, there's, I have some crazy friends who they get jealous of 
their boyfriend or husband hanging out with their guy best friend who also is married they get jealous of that time obviously they have no like in the sense of like romance ways they have nothing to really be jealous about in the sense of them cheating or any of the case maybe mm-hmm. like they feel left out so whether that's yeah. like romance or like with some friendships they feel like one person is hate like like if i'm hanging out more so with this person more so than them it's you know what i mean it's like it's, yeah so it's either like for me i like evaluate is it really is this something that i can control am i making a big deal out of it? am i like putting pushing my insecurities on this person or is it valid if it's valid i'm like yo you, you gotta go I'll yeah for <laughs> <laughs> real quick to cut them off <laughs> I, i'm bad at that i'm, I'm bad that. at it too i'm mad yeah. at it actually let's talk about boundaries and friendships because well I guess I don't have much to say about it I feel like I'm just bad at cutting off I don't okay if we're talking about friendships are just like relationships which is a concept that's new to me where I'm like oh yeah I guess so but um when it comes to like when should you guys break up you know or do you I just like I never felt the need to break up with a friend like ever and I'm like is that just like an unhealthy thing do I have bad boundaries like what's up what do you think, Rhea? Do you think like it's should you cut off? When do you know to cut off a friend? Have people real quick. Like, <laughs> I, I I just I'm because I'm like for me you're not bringing anything valuable to me. Like I feel like it's not even like you're just not bringing anything valuable to me. That's where I cut you off. It's in the sense of like when I talk to you, if we go out, like I if I actually go out, I want to have a good time. If mm-hmm. you're like making my fun time a downtime I'm having to take care of you like every single time or it's just it's just like a downer like you're not bringing the best part of me out Mm -hmm. which means also I'm not bringing the best part of you out like I'm not your mom but also this relationship whatever I'm doing is not helping you like if anything maybe I'm aiding you maybe maybe my lack of sympathy is like worsening things whatever the case mm-hmm. maybe like as equally as I want to cut like it's not that I'm like cutting them out but like I want to keep like an hel- a healthy mental space as yeah. much as possible yeah there's only, there's only a few things where I can control in my life and like the friendships that I have and the relationships that, that I have that's not work related everyone I work with I love you guys <laughs> just <laughs> that's where our friendship was like that's I I can control that and if I see like a pattern happening and I I, like kind of talk to you about it and it's continuing like I have no problem like cutting it off yeah I yeah I feel like I just like slow phase (laughs) like (laughs) I just slow phase people (laughs) slow yeah. people out. Nadia what about you? You feel like you're how, thing, how are you on the boundaries? I'm awful. <laughs> <laughs> not, like the way that I like I'm not to bring zodiac signs in here. I know water signs. It's just... <laughs> but I'm a triple Pisces. <laughs> I can't believe I just said that. But, <laughs> but okay. like if you know you know. Like, <laughs> No, I don't see like things like ever like black and white. Like I'm not when it comes yeah. to like, relationships and friendships. Like I always feel like that things take work to maintain, and yeah. that like if people come into your life, they're in your life for a reason. Yeah. Um. So like I'm always like so hesitant to just like 
cut people off because it's like I like deeply I, I like I took it took a lot of work to like cultivate this friendship yeah. and it's just like to let that go forever is just like heartbreaking and it's like yes I've had to literally force myself to like realize that this is toxic for me like it's actually like depleting to like my mental state of mind and it's like that's kind of the moment when I realized like I have to let it go mm-hmm. but till this day I still think about those people like they're still in the back of my mind I'm always wondering like how are they doing and it's it's and it's kind of like it's so sad to think that it is a little bit pathetic on my end because it's like I know that those people don't give a fuck about me you know but it's just mm-hmm. like it's kind of like my own personal energy that it's just like when you work so hard towards something you just care about them right yeah. like that's what it comes down to I'm the same yeah. way I just can't stop caring about anyone that I've ever cared for so if I ever cared for, about you I still care about you I still think about you yeah. and I'm the kind of person if I think about you once I'm gonna reach out and I'm gonna let you know that I'm thinking about you just to check on you just because I believe like that's what I should do so I do it like you know yeah oh, did you have something real who is a serial cut off relationship person <laughs> <laughs> Like, like when it comes to like relationships, Kayla knows, like I was never really one till I was like, ah, on to the next. But like when it comes to friendships, for those, if we were really close friends and I cut you off, like it's not that I did, I like I cut you off because I never cared. That's not the case. Like I value my relationships. Like if I was to call you a friend and we hung out and whatever the case may be, like, like it takes a lot to get to that point. And it's like, as I, I create those relationships and it's like, it, I don't think it's very, I don't think a lot of people like flag the like end of a friendship as much like that breakup as much as like a relationship breakup. But to me, honestly, I feel like a lot of times those that like cut off that I do with those real, like my best friends or people who I feel like we're family. I feel those way deeper. If I look back in my, in my time, like looking like I feel that way more than whatever person I was dating in college or, or yeah like I feel that a lot more but I think like God brings people into your life to serve a certain purpose they they teach you something they walk you through something you experience things with them and then as easily as God brings them and teach like has them teach you these things they serve their purpose and it's not like I, I wish them ill will but it's like it gets to the point where like, okay, they brought this, this value or this lesson to me, whether it's good or bad. Some people have taught me bound, like really boundaries mm-hmm. um, or like look, make, not being so trustworthy of people like that has mm-hmm. happened. But, but, but at the same time, like I, I look back and I'm like, I thank them. Cause if it wasn't for that, that relationship, who knows, maybe I would have learned that when I was like 40 or 30 or whatever. And it's helped me be the person that I am. And I thank them. I like cherish the relationship with that, that we had. I love them in that relationship that we had, but they're no longer bringing me like positive positivity and my growth and my like well-being, mental state, mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. And as equally as I feel like they weren't bringing that to me, I'm not returning that. Like I'm not. Like if I feel that way, then I'm I'm, I'm probably not that bringing that positivity and that growth to them as well. Yeah. Also, I'm not their mom. So it's like, okay, like, yeah. here we go. We, we got to split our separate ways, just as if it's a relationship. If you feel like you weren't like, if they, the end goal of this person, they wanted to get married and have kids and like have this healthy, happy relationship. And if that's not where you are right now, it's not like you, it's wrong for you to cut it. It's just that you guys have two separate 
concepts of happiness and you guys aren't bringing that so it's not like one person's is right one person is wrong it's yeah just what you guys want is very different what you guys want from a relationship is very different and you guys what you guys want in that relationship isn't what what each other wants so you guys have to split so that way that person can find that best friend that boyfriend that girlfriend mm-hmm. bring them that happiness that has that same concept of what they yeah that's that's how I feel make myself feel better (laughs) yeah no I think that makes sense I've always thought about that like in a relationship sense but in the friend sense I just think like (laughs) we can do this forever (laughs) we can be friends forever (laughs) call me when you're in the old people home (laughs) when it comes to relationships I'm like so quick to cut guys off like they say yeah, I feel like that's fine yeah my dating my dating roster is just awful like it's just so bad like literally I, just recently a guy that referred to himself as cheese just recently slid into my DMs again I'm like no you literally played Super Mario Smash Bros the entire night like you know, <laughs> yeah, like his stories are the best god this the guy that uh, <clears throat> though for our first day that was wait what'd you say i said even the guy that took me to the grocery store for our first oh day, yeah, yeah yeah that's a good I one i still went out with him a few days after <laughs> you're understanding that's why <laughs> no I feel like for me my mom's always taught me like mom again love her mm-hmm. just like literally who you surround yourself by you have to be really cautious of like like i'm very aware and cautious of like even like my I wouldn't, say, I wouldn't say friends acquaintances it's like okay people within my circle if they're always negative yeah and they have this or like for me like I had some people in my like outer circle or so acquaintances who were they have this very victimized mindset for everything and when we'd have like zoom happy hours that they would like talk and they were so negative and I have this like victimized mindset I couple months later I noticed I would have those elements and I'm like what like that's not me like my closest circle that's not like how they are either and then I then like that and then the next happy hour happened and I was like oh this is where I'm getting this from like yeah it's like programming same thing with like the music you listen to and stuff like it's you just have to be conscious about it all very conscious of like and so that's why like even with family there's obviously family love you love them like you're, we're always there for each other but obviously just like any other per- like people they go through things mm-hmm. and they are like maybe during a certain time of their period or they're just like going through a hard time and they just have a very negative mindset I maybe like I'll be there where I like if I need like when I need when they need me to be but in a sense of like for me like my mental state like is this helping me if not maybe I won't call them every single day you know yeah that's friendship relationships my bot like old bosses like some some I left I moved I left a job because of my boss I had a good job but it's just like my boss's like energy the way they communicated like the way that they did it was just like okay like having to deal with this so much obviously makes an impact in my everyday life and like who mm-hmm. I am in person this is not healthy okay next yeah that's me um moving on (laughs) nicely said Rio Uh, 
So how do you deal with a partner's insecurities in or out of the bedroom? <laughs> how do you deal with your own insecurities? I feel like I don't know if I just like, I don't know. I don't think I ever have felt insecure in a bedroom, but I feel like that's because I've always felt safe. So I would wonder, I mean, I don't know. I just like always assumed that my partner felt safe too and there was no insecurities does that make sense I never really thought about my partner having any insecurities which now I feel like I sound selfish but like I've never thought about that it's never crossed my mind this a lot you have <laughs> yeah I mean like so I think like what's like really great I, I mean I'm assuming you guys have like had like a friends with benefits in some time in your past right no yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um I just think that like, like, I mean, I would never, ever in a million years do friends with benefits again. I just think I've kind of like outgrown that phase of my life. Yeah. But I do think what's beneficial about friends with benefits is that it allows for like sexual communication. And yeah. it's like, I don't really get, I never had that prior to my friends with benefits. I mean, like this was like really early on in like, oh, okay, okay. my sex life. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> It was like my friends with benefits is like the fourth person I slept with. There's been a lot since then, but like <laughs> thanks for the update, Nadia. <laughs> but um, what like he was like the first one that it was like it was evident that he had some like insecurities in the bedroom. And How did you know? Did he like well, say it? Yeah, so he was like just. That was like what was great about it. Like we were friends with benefits. So we had that like kind of open community. Yeah. And like I was like, I was friends with him before. Like I was aware of his past. Like he had just gotten out of like a serious relationship. And so there was kind of like built in insecurities without moving on sexually with like another girl. Mm -hmm. Um, and he was very insecure about his penis size. And it's like I feel like that's for a lot of guys, which kind of yeah. sucks. That would suck a lot. And it's like, he had like a nice dick to be like, frankly, you guys, <laughs> Did you tell like, him? <laughs> yeah. So it's like, I guess how I dealt with it was I'm like, you have to kind of make your partner feel special. Like it mm -hmm. goes above and beyond and making them feel comfortable. It's just like, make them feel special. Like, yeah. like desired. Um, and it's like, yeah, it was fine. Like he, he helped me get over my fear of uncircumcised penises. Like it was, <laughs> <laughs> it was a trade-off. <laughs> Like, it wasn't like a bad thing and it's just like when how I do with mine I, I kind of like carried that out through like my other sexual partners like how I dealt with my sexual insecurities like not until recently I've had sex during the day and I'm like I've always been like a lights out with a nightlight kind of bitch you know? yeah <laughs> low-key like, me too I mean I don't, I don't mind know. but like <laughs> yeah and so like I was so uncomfortable I was like you're gonna like you know in the daylight <laughs> all of me <laughs> and then and then he was like the way that he did it was like amazing like he was just like well show me the parts that you're most insecure about show it to me and I was like at first I was like the fuck is this like, <laughs> like, <"Shit."> like <laughs> isn't that like another thing though that's so sad that you have to literally think like is this reverse psychology <laughs> but like basically he was like and I was like okay like I'll, I'll show you and like I showed him like specific parts of my body where I wasn't like comfortable with it's not like I don't love my body I mean like I think we yeah. all 
have like certain things that were just like oh what the fuck mm-hmm. is that like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, like and like he just like made me feel so hot like he wow. did, like, he made me feel special and it was just like it was so amazing i mean he did message my best friend like a month after but <laughs> that, I don't motherfucker. that much because he wasn't a great guy <laughs> it's so interesting it's like you have the capability of being so sweet no it's so fucked up at the same time (laughs) but like so like that kind of made me like moving forward like you know being okay like guys don't give a fuck like they, they they think you're hot no matter what like if you're naked in front of them they're like wow titties let's go (laughs) seriously (laughs) um Rhea what do you have to say about it about insecurities in the bedroom I think for any insecurity again I I shout out to my mom teaching me to just say how I feel like if I have any insecurity I I will say it and I'll say this is what I feel bad about or or in or in their case like if my partner feels insecure in whatever way whether it be career or or style or I don't even know whatever the case may be like like I just ask and then I just read comfort I don't know it's just, that's where it ties in mom thank you again but I have no <laughs> shout out mom, <laughs> now, mom <what? laughs> I have no I think that like I always speak my mind and, and I and obviously you if you speak your mind and your partner or friend or whomever doesn't give you the feedback that you want Cut them off. <laughs> That's what you go on to your neck. There should be like a drinking game and it's like every time you hear Nadia say penis and every time you hear Rio say cut them off. <laughs> yeah. Whatever but like insecurity for work. Like luckily I have a, I have a boss who's so kind, but I, I'll come to her a lot of the times. Like my, my, my insecurities don't stem from a lot looks or whatever for me again like I'm very like I want to be the best I know for some reason I always think of you as just the most confident like I, I always think like there's no way Rio has any insecurity no, I mean obviously I'm like, I don't see it as like I'm like oh these are things I want to work on on myself yeah but like when it comes to like if I think like insecure like insecurities stems from a lot whether it's like relationships like obviously like for me my grandparents are getting a lot older so for me like my insecurities are like did I like? Am I the grandchild that didn't yeah. spend as much time with them as the other cousins? Like yeah. I'm like, oh, looking back, like that's where like that kind of stems from. But like my like true insecurities always come from like, oh, like am I performing the best? Like insecurities mm-hmm. always stem from various aspects of your relationship. But then I go to my boss and I'm like, okay, this is what I feel like I need to work on. Kate tied back to work. I'm very. I'm working on being less work oriented in my life, but I'm like, okay. I want to be like this. How do I get there? But I also approach that also with like every aspect of my relationship and like my health. Like I, I like Kayla. Kayla and I had a New Year's New challenge. New Year's challenge. New Year, with- new me, baby. <laughs> yeah, and, and it was like okay, like. This is, this is what I need to work on. And I was like, okay, how do I get there? But like communicating that, even like communicating that to, to Kayla, I was really communicating that to myself, which in yeah. the case, like if you have insecurity with like 
your body or whatever the case may be, like you're communicating that to your partner, whether that's like with your parents or your friendship, like communicate it and like, this is where I feel like this is where I'm lacking. I don't want to, like if I'm, la I want to stop lashing out. I want to stop doing this. I want to stop doing that. Like, this is my goal. And if you, if you know, like the steps that you needed to take to eventually stop getting there, great. But sometimes you don't. So like in the case of like a partner or whoever, you're like, this is like, this is my insecurity and I want to get, I, I want to overcome this. I don't know how asking for help again, yeah. ask, asking is like where it comes into play, whether it's again, relationship, work, friendship, like your family. That's, that's good. That's good stuff. It actually goes into the next question. How do you nurture your relationships, whether they be friendships or romantic relationships? I feel like I just started really, well, that's not true. I feel like I've always been really good at nurturing my friendships. I think in my romantic life, <laughs> I just wasn't a nurturer. I think, I think part of it is like having a single mom too. I just didn't see like that dynamic happening a lot. Um, but I think I now nurture my relationship. I just appreciate my partner more in a different way. Like we've been through some real shit now. Um, and that kind of unlocked like another level of us where we're like, okay, like, ooh, like we're really, really choosing to be together, like no matter how dark shit might get, you know? And so it's like a different level of trust and, um, and love really. And I think that just like opened up nurturing him in a different way and seeing him as like really someone who's choosing to be here and like choosing these things. And, um, and yeah, just allowing myself to feel loved and nurtured by him as well is kind of my way of nurturing the relationship. Yeah, kind of surrendering to the, like the, the situation a little bit, <laughs> letting it happen. What about you guys? And I, yeah, I guess friendships I always nurtured with like, just like honesty and, um, and affirmations. I love to affirm the people around me. I love to like love on my friends and like make sure they know that I'm proud of them and like I don't know. I just like to like motivate. Uh, that's how I nurture my friendships. Yeah. yeah. Like for me, like most of my friends, at least here in LA, like the way that I kind of nurture like our friendships is just like support. Like mm -hmm. our, like our field is just so competitive and like, we're all just trying to just do creative shit. Yeah. And it's like, it takes the support. It takes like the love and like, and just like editing people's videos, like creating videos yeah. for everyone, like sending over monologues and like my friends need them, like giving friends certain opportunities. Like I just want to see like my friends like succeed in that kind of way. And I think yeah. like that's kind of how I nurture those friendships and like coming, like when I first came to LA, I was like, I'm starting over like how I deal with friends. I was like, I'm going to be open and honest. Like, I'm not going to be like ashamed how I feel when like, I feel hurt and like pain. And because I've lost so many friends, like just like not sharing how I actually felt. Yeah. And I just like ran away from problems. And I don't think like, that's like a healthy way to go about it. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna actually talk things out and really like cultivate these new friendships that I'm, I'm getting here in LA. That's yeah. Kind of I'm so proud of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're such a good friend. Um, <laughs> how about you, Rio? Communication. That's just yeah. 
for every, for, I mean, every relationship. And I, what I approach, like, again, romantic relationship, family, friends, work, even like acquaintances, I'm just very intentional about things. And I just, I think everything stems from communication. So, and not only communication, but like how the person that you want to like sustain those friendships with, your relationships with, your family relationships with, like what their point of view of communication or like a healthy relationship is. Mm -hmm. Some people in my life where they feel like a healthy relationship is like physical time. So I try, like obviously during this time of quarantine and COVID or whatever, it's like making sure I spend FaceTimes, Zoom calls, Google times, because that's the closest thing to them instead of sending them a IG post or texting them because to them, that's what it is. And like, for me, as, as I stated, I'm so easy to cut some people off, but like, like, like for me, my, my love language, so to speak for like, for any relationship for me, my love language is just like, like being intentional. If someone was mm-hmm. something or say something like, we don't have to talk all the time, but if they were like, oh, X, Y, and Z, or hey, it's, I don't know, your, your birthday, whatever, I mean, like being very intentional to me, maybe yeah. I, that carries over more so than those people who DM me or like, we're like not really friends, but they like send me posts every single day. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like for me, that's like my, my love language, but there's some people in my family who a phone call, like some of my aunts and uncles, like seeing each other in person is like what carries over and that's how they feel like they're close to the family so I try to call them more often some family they like they don't care anything but like they're pretty old school in the sense of if it's a birthday sending them a Christmas card or something so like for those I always try to like make a note like to them receiving is their love language same thing for like my relationship if my relationship this is like quality time is what it is or friendships or like work, work, work wise. Like I try to just tune into the, those people who I actually care about. And to like, I want to like sustain those relationships. I try to figure out their love language because I would hate where I'm to me, in my opinion, I'm putting all this energy and effort in, but that's not their love language. So they feel like, yeah, they still feel like it's like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, my love languages are definitely like quality time and words of affirmations. And I kind of give words of affirmations the most probably because I don't I don't know if I care about receiving as much, but quality time for sure is my like top. Um, I forgot what I wanted to say, dang. But the next question would be, did you have anything to say, Nadia, on that? I know you said something before. Yeah. You're good. <laughs> um uh this is our last question actually so what does friendship sisterhood mean to you dun, 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 dun. yeah it's kind of like yeah huh essential essential yeah it's definitely essential um nourishment is like a word that comes to mind I feel like so good when I get to talk to women and like be around women like just having like a wine night or like a girl's night or or having the FaceTime calls, me and Rio have all, like all the time, like just having that is like so nice to me. Like I really appreciate it, especially this year. It just felt like 
feels so good to know that I have like women that I trust and um, feed off of, like, and I'm inspired yeah. by, like, it's cool to have that. Especially in this industry. like we Especially in this industry. Cause yeah, it, you could easily be pinned against each other in this one. Yeah. In any industry, really. Yeah, yeah that's true. For me, I grew up with like boys. Like I had my mom growing up to be like, you know, you need to make girlfriends. And I'd be like, they're so catty. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until Point Loma when I met Alyssa, Jackie, love you guys. Um, <laughs> like, I mean, there's a few girl, like women, like girls at the time in high school that I like made friends with, but like, it wasn't like substantial. And it wasn't mm-hmm. until college, like I want to say my sophomore, junior year where I like met close girlfriends and I never understood. My mom was a very like girls girl. Uh-huh. Where like growing up for me, I grew up with so many boys. Like so, I like wrestled. I thought it was a tom. Like I, I wish I was a boy. I like growing up. I would like thought I wanted to be a monkey, like Tarzan. Like you put me in a dress, I'd get it all messy. I, I wanted it, like I like I grew up with so many boys. I never understood the concept of like the importance of having like other female relationships until college. Mm-hmm. And like once I made those relationships with like also Jen, my friend Jen, and but like really Alyssa and Jackie, they we like touched in from outside of like college, like party lifestyle, whatever, but like like the real like real friendship and like growth and like we talked about like okay the future and like we always empowered each other and like yes my male best friend was my best Dijon, love you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> But Real's like, like it's getting close to the end quick <laughs> and I love them and they taught me so much and I definitely think that like empowerment of like thinking I'm as good as everyone whether it's male or or female where the case is but like they like Alyssa having that relationship with Alyssa and Jackie has taught me so much and so like now I have such an appreciation where like I, I would have never had that before and it's definitely helped me with my growth and just mm-hmm. like internally and like self-care but like with my family actually and like my yeah. friends and, and, and whatnot yeah I agree well, yeah I honestly that's like the same with me yeah I've always gotten that I have like masculine energy <laughs> like, <laughs> like my mom low key about it. <laughs> low key <laughs> like, low key yeah. high key <laughs> you're just Samantha of the bunch it's all good <laughs> <laughs> like and it's just like I never growing up like I only had two like best girlfriends and honestly it's because they're just like me we're all like basically dudes like like, I'll never forget like some guy was like going through our group chat and like bro this is like how (laughs) this is like how our group chat looks like like the way that we converse is just crazy so it wasn't until actually I moved to LA where like I had girlfriends and I was like whoa this is like so cool like I feel so loved <laughs> yeah you feel loved yeah, yeah that's a good one like a different kind of like energy that I didn't really know I was like lacking in my life I was too afraid yeah. I was like oh, bitches be catty like honestly yeah I could see that I feel like I've always been kind of a girl's girl but I feel like there have been time periods of my life where I've been catty and it's just because I didn't realize like oh I just need more like support from these people you know I need to be yeah. like closer to women in order for me to like ease that like insecurity that she's like thinking bad about me or whatever insecurity it was you know yeah for sure 
that's all I have guys this was a great convo I had fun <laughs> thank you both of course anytime for girl chat yeah seriously I know girl chat has to be a thing yeah <laughs>